0: Well, hey, welcome to another episode of Here's What I Hear. My name is Jesse, and I'm a relationship coach and counselor in Denver. If you've been listening to the podcast, uh, other episodes, I just want to thank you for coming back and I hope that you've been enjoying the podcast. I hope you've been learning a few things, uh, maybe some taking some tips or even just the, the commentary on different issues that I'm seeing come up with the individuals, uh, the clients I'm working with. If this is the first episode you've listened in, if this is the first episode, time you're listening I just want to say welcome and I hope you subscribe and um, that you follow I hope that you subscribe and listen to some future episodes and go back to some of the other ones as well so today we are talking about masters of kindness kindness what a interesting word you know, I think this concept of kindness uh, really has struck me a lot lately. Um, being a father of a two-and-a-half-year-old, soon-to-be-three-year-old, um, being, being a father um, has really brought uh, that concept to light in, in ways that I maybe just hadn't conceptualized. I, I think if you were to ask me at any point in, in my life that I can remember back to if I was a kind person, I, I think I would I would say yes and I I think people around me would say that I'm a kind person. But you know, really conceptualizing what it means to be kind, especially in the trying and challenging times, Q being a parent of a toddler, <laughs> being kind during challenging times, um, that is certainly a test for sure. And so this has just been on my mind personally a lot. And, you know, getting married, of course, um, my partner and I, you know, of course, there's there's um, challenging times from, you know, of course, there's of course, there's things that we disagree on, and there's things that come up, and so I've been practicing kindness in that way as well. But there is something uniquely different about being a parent, and, and if you're a parent, I think you'll you'll uh, you'll definitely immediately agree with that. Um, still, absolutely a thousand percent, um, you know, would would choose it all over again for sure. But needless enough about me, I want to share with you a little bit about also how this is applying to a lot of clients I'm working with. So. I talk a bit about John Gottman. a lot about John Gottman on my podcast. I'm a big fan of Gottman's work. I definitely, you know, uh, use a lot of the emotionally focused uh, approaches that have come out of his work um, via like Sue, via such as like Susan Johnson. And in, um, in, in Gottman's work, one of the key differences that he talks about is disasters of relationships versus masters of relationships. And he basically categorizes Every relationship down to these two kind of categories, and of course, Gottman focuses largely on family systems um, and and between couples especially. That's that's the main focus, but it also gets into family work. I really uh, take this and I expand this to more relationships as well. Really, really any relationship you're in, uh, whether this be an intimate relationship or relationship in career, a relationship with a colleague, a boss, or a relationship with uh, an an in-law, a relationship with a family member, a relationship with a friend, or even a relationship with yourself, and that will certainly come up in the podcast today. And so I, as I'm describing this, I want you to imagine the situation that you're in and kind of apply these concepts uh, to that situation. So if at first it may sound like I'm talking uh, you know, specifically about an intimate or romantic relationship, although that may be primarily in the forefront of my mind, I believe that these concepts and these, these ideas uh, uh, transcend just that uh, you know, traditional idea of relationship okay so Masters of relationship versus disasters of relationship. There's a whole lot of different characteristics and I'll talk more in future podcasts about some of the key differences and characteristics of masters of relationships. The sense is, is that we want to be masters of relationships. If you want life-giving, thriving relationships, you want to work more toward becoming a master of relationship and that kind of boils down to the work that I do uh, with the clients I work with. And the key scenario that you can really see where people uh, come out And what kind of posture they're in is how they manage conflict. So conflict management is probably the uh, quickest way to get a sense of uh, someone's characteristics and which kind of category they fall into. Um, So that's, you know, why I share a little bit about my own personal, uh, you know, noticings and awareness as being a father and in those tense moments with a a toddler, a high conflict opportunity. How we respond in those moments are incredibly important and incredibly telling. So the key characteristic with conflict is we want to be masters of kindness. We want to be able to show up in a kind and gentle way. Doesn't mean that we don't express frustration. Doesn't mean that we not get animated, right? Those things are okay, especially depending on the way you were raised. You may be more of a verbal, very you know animated, very loud, even perhaps. Those things in and of themselves are not wrong, but it's how you express yourself, how you posture, uh, the words that you use. Are they kind? Are they respectful? Are they gentle? Are they curious? Right? We want to be able to approach the other person in this dynamic from a kind posture out of kindness you know if you go back and you listen to a couple episodes ago there's a whole episode I talk of specifically about conflict management and in there I mentioned this kind of uh, this golden ratio if you will about conflict management and this uh, as well comes from gottman they they notice that it takes about 5 to 1 ratio with conflict management meaning five negative experiences uh it it takes that they notice that for every one negative argument or or high conflict interaction it takes five positive interactions to kind of help balance the scales in that relationship if you will right so there's this kind of five to one ratio so for every one negative interaction you have with your partner or a colleague or a family member, it's going to take five positive interactions to overcome that. Well, so what is a positive interaction, right? What is a positive way to express frustration? And that's, again, kindness. It comes back to kindness. And you might be saying, well, this seems seems too basic. Well, I would, Challenge you to think back on maybe the last time you had some conflict or some disagreement with your partner or your your, your spouse or uh, in work, right? So, when was the last time you had uh, that conflict? Was your default reaction I'm going to respond gentle. I'm going to respond out of kindness. And if it wasn't, that then kind of proves here that it's not so basic and so simple, right? So, how do we do how do we do kindness? Well, so it starts with kind of three different key categories, and I alluded to this a moment ago. So there's words, actions, and postures, and how we are able to embrace this character of a master of kindness in these three ways is absolutely pivotal. So first, in the words that we use, you know, I, I work with um, some high-conflict couples, uh, volatile couples, and the words and the language that they use toward each other that I hear even come up in session and of course in session is where it, it's okay for that to come up I'm not saying that it shouldn't come up there because I want to be able to see that but coming up in session and the language that they use towards each other right and I'm like where where's the kindness in this you know this this person is theoretically on your side you know this person is it wants to also be in a relationship with you they are also here for you And those are the words that you're using toward each other. So I'm talking about like uh, using derogatory language towards each other. I'm talking about using um, name calling, right? I'm talking about using just straight disrespectful, mean statements, mean words, words that you know are going to be cutting, phrases that you know are going to get under their skin, right? So those words that we use are so important, right? First of all, the words. Okay, also... Actions, how we express ourselves through the actions, are those things kind, right? So now I'm talking about things like, you know, uh, wow, total total brain fart here for a moment. Let's check, make sure this is still recording. Okay, good. So now I'm talking about doing. Now I'm talking about actions, right? Are you doing actions that you know are going to frustrate or uh, upset your partner or your colleague, right? Are you doing things with malintent? Are you um, doing things uh, passive aggressively, right? You know that, oh yeah, the way that they load that dishwasher, I'm gonna just really get under their skin with that, right? Because we had this argument yesterday. That that's an unkind action, right? This is not rocket science, right? But it's the formula of all of these together uh, that add up to to being able to show up as a master of kindness right so examine some of those kind of uh at the 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 under the surface communication uh tools such as our actions right not our direct language but the way that we act around or to our partner in in the home that we live in together in that in that co-working space that we that we work together perhaps or when I show up for uh, a friend or a family member what are my actions saying and lastly there's this posturing and this posturing I, I think is a little bit different than our actions and words although it has a little bit of flavors from both of those but what I mean by posturing is is it really comes back to this place of curiosity and conflict right so am i having a posture of curiosity why why is this person upset why is this person uh, uh coming at me this this way or that this is upsetting right or why is it even upsetting to me and and first examining a little bit of that and it's not to go and get trapped in the logical analytical mind because that can be uh, a slippery slope but it's just having this this open and a posture of learning is really what that comes down to, of being curious to uh, the other person and curious to the other person's unmet needs. You know, the other thing with a posture of curiosity is even in those, those moments of, of conflict, right, being able to uh, express yourself and being able to show up willing to hear from the other person. Are you willing to hear you know we talk about with communication uh, one of the things with communication is active listening skills right this you've heard this probably a thousand times are you showing active listening and really truly engaging with the person I think that takes a curious posture and so that's a posture of kindness right am I really here to learn and, and listen to this other person OK, so that's that's masters of kindness uh, externally. Now, the thing that um, I, I don't think many people talk about is also, though, how we need to apply kindness to ourselves. And what I mean by that is that I am a big believer that you can't show up for others until you've at least started to show up for yourself right and that can be in so many different capacities whether it be whether it be vulnerability or expressing unmet needs or conflict you need to deal with uh, some of that yourself not saying you need to have it all dealt with but you need to start dealing with those things introspectively doing your own interior work in order to show up authentically from that same posture to the others that you're in relationship with. And so again, there's three key pieces here with showing kindness to yourself. Number one, being kind with where you're at right now. What if you are right now exactly where you are supposed to be Think about that right now, right here in this moment, as you're listening, what if you are exactly where you are supposed to be and showing kindness to yourself through, hey, I am where i'm supposed to be this is okay right now sure you've got things you want to change sure you've got uh you know life going on after this you've got big things coming up in your future or some major barriers or relationship distress you're trying to overcome not denying that but what if just right now in this moment you are exactly where you are supposed to be try and approach yourself from that mindset of kindness toward yourself and where you're at number two is the pace of your own progress. And that's the key of your own progress. Everyone's progress looks different. Everybody's pace of progress looks different. Some might take two steps forward, one step back. Some might take three steps forward, five steps back, right? Everybody's progress looks different. And you need to accept that your pace of progress is unique to you. And so show some kindness to yourself for your own pace of progress. Hey, this is okay, right? This is okay right here, right now. And lastly, your own definition of success. I I think once you're able to just disavow yourself of these uh, societal expectations of what success looks like, whether that be success in career, success in family dynamics, success in house, or the size of your bank account, or success in your relationship, or success in marriage, just throw that to the side for now. And I want you to define for yourself what does that success look like for yourself. And once you can begin to accept that, show kindness to yourself for where you are at, I believe there will be that much more capacity than then to start showing up for those around you. So, Masters of Kindness. I know there was a lot in here. I went through a lot pretty quickly. Um, but I hope that you took at least one thing out of here, right? So I kind of covered three different things as far as showing kindness towards others and three different things for showing kindness to yourself. That's six different things that you could try working on. Start with just one. One of those things I mentioned. maybe it's the words you use to others. Maybe it's having kindness towards yourself of your own pace of progress. Start with just one. Try that for a couple weeks and see what see what happens. Well, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this and tune in next time.